Hey family, this is Shannon Jackson, the People's Nurse. Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Living Your Life Without Limits. But before we get started, do me a kind favor. If you're not already a subscriber, make sure you click the subscribe button beneath or listen to us on podcasts where podcasting is available. And today I'm excited to talk about a topic titled Finding Purpose Through Loss. And we're going to be honoring Bella's Law this month for National CMV Awareness Month, which stands for Cyclomegalovirus. And to help me with this topic, I'm going to be joined with a special guest later on in the episode. Losing a loved one, a home or job, or just a sense of purpose can cause you to feel stuck. We could even become paralyzed and overwhelmed that even can cause us to halt our progress, our growth, or even find normalcy in life. I know I had that happen to me when my mother had passed of COVID. However, we can also use that pain and that loss to find a new purpose. And that can also be very healthy for us in taking positive steps in the direction of healing through our grief. And today I'm going to be joined by a special guest to let us know how she took the tragic loss of her beautiful daughter and made it into her new purpose. June is National CMV Awareness Month, which stands for cyclomegalovirus. And cyclomegalovirus is a common virus found in people of all ages. However, a healthy person's immune system usually keeps the virus from causing illness. In the United States, nearly one in three children is already affected with CMV by the age of five. Over half of adults have been infected with CMV by the age of 40. Once CMV is in a person's body, it stays there for life and can reactivate. A person can also be reinfected with a different strand of a virus. Most people with CMV infection have no symptoms and aren't aware that they have even been infected. Babies born with CMV can have a brain, liver, spleen, lung, and even growth problems. One of the most common long-term health problems in babies born with congenital CMV infection is hearing loss, which may be detected soon after birth or developed later in childhood. So to help us frame this even more and tell her own story, how CMV affected her family. Please join me as I introduce my special guest, none other than Sarah Strevall. 
Sarah, thank you once again for being my honored guest today. Sarah, thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing great. It's awesome to be here. Sarah, when I read your story, I was so moved and touched um, by it. Um, I definitely was so honored to have you on this show again. Um, I know uh, we're celebrating and honoring your beautiful daughter, Bella, which I know had died after the a little bit after the age of three years old. Do you want to kind of walk us through what happened from your birth to to the time of her uh, um, sudden passing? Oh, yes. So Bella was born um, in February the 5th of 2017. I had had a perfectly normal pregnancy with no complications. Um, we did not know she was sick until uh, after giving birth. Um, in the nursery, they determined that she was very sick. They wasn't sure what from until she was flown out to the local children's hospital and they done several tests. Uh, she had an enlarged spleen, enlarged liver, and she was covered in petechiae at birth. Um, so they determined that she had, it took about three days, I think, determined she had cyclomegalovirus. Um, they tried to determine when I had contacted that disease, but there was no way because I was not sick during my pregnancy, which happens sometimes. Um, she ended up with, we didn't know everything at birth. It took about a year to a year and a half to sort of work out all of her diagnoses, which all came from cyclomegalovirus. Um, but she had calcifications on her brain at birth, uh, which led to the diagnosis of cerebral palsy. Uh, she had microcephalia, so small head. Uh, she also had uh, Lennox-Gastaut syndrome, which is a very rare seizure disorder, uh, which basically means she had about every type of seizure that there is. Um, we had abnormal brain waves, and we also had a, um, we couldn't regulate our temperatures. So we had some abnormalities in, and being able to regulate uh, fevers and seizures and all of that. So we had several diagnoses, uh, all stemming from cyclomegalovirus. Um, she passed away in April of 2020 after several complications. Uh, that was right after a flu season. So due to her CMV, she had a lot of respiratory failures and the respiratory failures plus the seizures just kind of made a perfect storm. And so we lost her in April of 2020. Wow. I know that had to be devastating for you and your husband and your other family members to have such a loss happen so sudden and unexpected, unexplained. So how have you been dealing with this? I know many people, as I opened up this subject, you can be numb and it just kind of paralyze you and cripple you. But I know you took a different turn in this. Talk to us about that. So there was a lot of things during that time of, of learning what cyclomegalovirus was. You know, this was something we had never heard of. 
she was not my first child. And so that was quite a surprise that this virus existed that we knew nothing about that could cause so many issues. Um, so there was a lot of things that during that time that we felt isolated, we didn't have the information we needed. Um, there were things that I just wanted to fix. And so I wanted to fix them for, for the families that, that came after us. You know, cyclomegalovirus affects one in four children, you know, in the United States. And so unfortunately I knew there was gonna be families that came after us. And so we sort of set out on a mission. Um, my friends and supporters all helped with that. And we set out on a mission to raise awareness about CMV to um, educate and also to change some of the laws that are in our state. So our state, um, state of Kentucky was not currently testing at birth unless there was signs of this virus. And so we wanted to pursue either a, well, what we wanted to pursue was that all children, universal testing at birth. Um, and then we also wanted to educate the expectant families so that they knew what CMV was and also the precautions so that they could possibly prevent CMV during pregnancy. Um, we set out on a mission and <laughs> to create Bella's Law and to get it passed. And so it took us about two years. We went to Frankfurt several times. We met with um, our legislators. We met with our representatives. So Senator Max Wise was the, the chairperson for this and also um, Representative Deanna Frazier. They both were an excellent help. And we were able to pass Bella's Law on the second anniversary of her passing this year. So on April the 7th, 2022, we passed Bella's Law, which will require targeted CMV screening uh, for all children that uh, have signs and symptoms of CMV. So hearing loss is one of the, the big factors in that and also requires expectant families to be educated during that pregnancy or before pregnancy. Oh my goodness. Uh, congratulations to doing an outstanding job in advocacy and awareness and just taking a tragedy and your pain and turn it into action. Um, you have to feel overjoyed in some sense that you're now paying it forward for other families. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, unfortunately, we don't see we don't see that reward with the families that already have that diagnosis. That's the sad part of it. So it's it's almost bittersweet. Yes. You know, I, I don't see that reward in, for my family or my child or the other. We have about 50 families that, that have helped us that all have children with CMV uh, in the state of Kentucky. And we don't get to see that reward for us or for them. But we know that that's going to be a reward for the families to come. And so, yes, Absolutely. it is. It is awesome. Absolutely. And what I love about this is that what you have done and in 
in many states, like you said, there's not mandatory testing or even required testing unless there's some form of symptoms. I'm hoping that what you have done in Kentucky lights fire across the United States where other states will take up that cause as well because many people don't know like you said, about it and its condition or knowing that people already have the virus in their bodies. Because as you mentioned, it is all, there's no symptoms there. You can feel healthy and everything's fine and not knowing that something can be passed on. So I thank you for um, sharing your beautiful story. Um, and I know it doesn't bring Bella back and it takes time for healing but it certainly is something that I believe people can glean hope from and taking, as I said, something and finding purpose in it. So what is next for you, Miss Sarah? Uh, you've done such great work with this. What is next for you and your family? So I plan to continue uh, helping the families. I have become a um, community chairperson for the National CMB Foundation. So I'm the contact that is given to families who are newly diagnosed in the state of Kentucky. That way I can help them on that path. Um, I'd like to give back and, and help educate in a way that we might not have received during, during those first few weeks and first few months. So um, I'm a, a contact person for that. I have also been speaking at engagements, um, at conferences, educating providers, trying to, to raise awareness among providers um, to look for the signs, the symptoms, and also the precautions. So there's some really simple precautions that, that pregnant women could take and put in place that would possibly reduce the numbers of CMV that we're seeing. So just simple things like you know, not drinking after your, your, your toddler child, mm -hmm. um, not putting their pacifier in your mouth, mm -hmm. um, being careful around all of those bodily fluids, not to pass that CMV from, from a toddler child to a, a woman who is expecting. So that's one of the, the dangers there. And so raising the awareness and then continue my mission with the, the CM families that are already diagnosed and just kind of creating a community for them to have that family, to have that closeness and people that understand. Again, um, I salute you for your work, your advocacy. I'm privileged and honored to have met you. I wish it would have been under another circumstance, but I love what you're doing and keep up the good work. And if anything that I can do from California to help support your cause uh, at Living Your Life Without Limits, please let us know because I do outreach things all the time with my Street Love program uh, as well. So, and I thank you again, Sarah, for coming on as a guest to share your story and to share what you have done and to help us raise awareness about CMV for this national month of June. We appreciate you and look forward to hearing more about the great things that you're doing in the future. And family, as we're ending this, I wanna encourage you. This is not only the month of CMV, and if you wanna know more information about it, 
please check our link below, below where we have information from the CDC regarding the CMV virus, as well as the National CMV Foundation. Uh, and we will also be highlighting some key symptoms and signs to watch out for. But more importantly, I want you to leave you with a takeaway that regardless to whatever loss that you may be struggling at this time. And I know we're in tumultuous times, trying times all across the world and even in the United States, there is still hope and purpose. So I want you to look around within yourself and don't allow the sorrow and the grief to consume you. Not that you're gonna forget the loved one or whatever the loss might have impacted in your life, but try to find a sense of purpose where it will help you not only heal, but you can pay it forward to use your voice and your hurt and pain to help heal and help prevent something from happening in someone else's life. And as I end, I wanna thank you again, the viewers and listening audience for tuning in each week to living your life without limits because our show is about motivation, education, and inspiration. And as I often do, remember family to love yourself, take care of yourself, because guess what? You are absolutely worth it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Living Your Life Without Limits, and I'll see you next week.